Welcome to The Old World Lives, a Warhammer Fantasy Battles podcast. You can find us on Facebook at The Old World Lives, on Instagram at The Old World Lives, and you can reach us by email at theoldworldlives at gmail.com. And now, on to the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 44 of The Old World Lives, a Warhammer podcast. I'm Chris, and with me tonight I have Jimmy. Hello, great to be back again. Figure it was better to have him first, given his. Uh, yeah, let's not go into that. But uh, the other one with me tonight, I have Niklas. Hello, same old, same old Niklas. Yes. Yeah, Jimmy hasn't been on for um, at least ages. An age. At least three episodes, I think. Probably more. I don't know. I think more. But he's Dana's with his count. presence. Just counting. I mean, how yeah. long was it since Krell was with you? Three episodes or so. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing, Jimmy, but uh, people are screaming for uh, more Town Cryer and Mordheim stuff. Yeah, about that. They have said that it's some of the best they've ever listened to in podcast way, if you want to know. Well, that's good to hear. It might uh, might make me just do the finishing stages on the episode and then record some more. Yeah, you had a bit of bad luck there with uh, yeah. hard drive dying, didn't yeah. was, or was, was it? Yep. Exactly, and uh, then through editing the episode, I've been like, there, I've, I've been hit with depression, anxiety, stress, and everything work-related, of course. So yeah, it, I, I, I just haven't gotten around to finish the thing, but uh, I should be able to do it sometime soon. I hope. Yeah, now you got the your gaming room in order as well, so you yeah. can play Mordheim at home. It'll get you excited. Yes, for it. yeah, and I think it's we awesome. Can all... I think we can all relate to life not being the greatest sometimes, so I think we all have understanding yeah. for the time it takes to get through it. And also, a pandemic happened. Wait, what? Did it? <laughs> well, in some places it did. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, enough about pandemics, at least. That's uh, not the most fun of <laughs> topics. But... Yeah, no. Let's talk about Warhammer. Yeah. Have you... Yeah. Have you been able to do any hobby during your absence, so to speak? Yeah, I uh, I have started building a big siege army, which I'm going to play both in 6th edition and 8th edition. Ooh. Yeah, I plan to have it finished by August this year, since uh, the tournament I'm attending to starts at, uh, I think it's August 26th. And ends to 27th. So I'm going to field some Chaos Warriors and a lot of monsters. Nice. The one in, in Fallen? Yeah, that's the one. Nice. Yeah, they're, um, we got the, like a steady uh, flow of uh, tournaments up there. Yeah, they do. At least twice a year. So nice. My old hometown. Good to see them still going strong. Yeah, it, it's, it's a bit sad. Don't don't hit the messenger that it's 8th edition. I'm, I mean... We love all editions, <clears throat> sixth mostly. But uh, yeah, I would like love to see some more sixth edition in there. But uh, hey, as long as it's square bases and the game is called Warhammer, I'm fine with it. I can yeah. even stretch into Warhammer Army's project, but uh, that's about it. Yeah. Speaking of tournaments, though, and sixth edition, the main topic, I guess, uh, in this episode is the the tournament that we hosted here in Chavde. But uh, I think before that, we'll do some uh, hobby progress, right? Yeah, hobby progress, yeah. and we will also hopefully talk about a bit about the. Uh, Open day at Game Maniacs. 
Yes. Did you attend it, didn't you? Yes, I did. See? That's good. Uh, yeah, hobby progress. Jimmy, you said some uh, scene chains. Yeah, some uh, I've been building about uh, 23 Chaos Warriors, converting every one of them with the hand weapons from the Kyrek Acolyte and uh, the Steingore kits, as well as giving them Sangore shields. And it's been a drag doing the whole thing, but I love mm. the look of it. And the, the complete fr- and the complete front row of this Chaos Warrior unit is made out of these new Chaos Warriors. And since I give everyone the same kind of weapon and the same kind of shield, they don't mismatch at all. Because when when you when you mix the the new Chaos Warriors with the old Chaos Warriors, it's mainly the shields that makes them different. Yeah, the new shields are really funky. Uh... Yeah. I mean, I, I I think they're cool, but uh, yeah, I I I prefer the old ones. They work. Uh, I think they work well as chosen because they look heavier. Yeah. They look than quite the distinct. Ones. Yeah, it's like a it's like a fancy letter F but three dimensional. <laughs> yeah, like a shape. <laughs> I'd say I'd say that Cinch uh, and Chaos Warrior Armor is one of the few that you where you actually probably could stomach converting everything, given how few models there are. Yeah. <laughs> Although I I haven't gone crazy with anything just yet, uh, but uh, apart from the Chaos Warriors, I built the twelve of my Chaos Chosen, giving them new halberds in in the form of using swords and uh, glaives from the Sangor kits, giving them really long glaives. So I use those as halberds. And I gave them new helmets in the form of the uh, Cypher Lords, I believe they're called, from Warcry. And I removed their eye slits. So they're completely blind. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. I, sh- I, uh, should, I should produce some pictures and uh, post after this episode. Yes, definitely. definitely. I guess uh, yeah. but everyone would want to see that project, given how cool it sounds. And then I've also been building some characters for this force, and I've been building like so far five different guys on discs, and I just love building char- characters on discs. And uh, <laughs> but I'm just gonna use two of them. <laughs> but it's it, well, it's nice to have an alternate models. Yeah, it's good for a campaign. Yeah, well, have some different characters. Switch them around for sure. Yeah. And uh, I've been building some monsters too. I have two chimeras and two of those. Mutilath Vortex Beasts, which are really hard to convert because you can only build the kit in like one way, which is super sad. So no no alternate bits, no alternate poses, so they're both like high-fiving with the three fingers. (laughs) But uh, I I did manage to make them a little bit different uh, because it has like this tentacle mouth. And I removed the middle tentacle in on one of them and sculpted an eye at the center of there and uh, gave him a burning scene rune instead of the burning KOC orb that it usually has on its uh, back. Nice. So, yeah, what, one's going to be vanilla and one slightly bit more scene Is Is the Chimera basically like a Manticore, Sasswise? Yeah. But it can also use uh, like breath weapons and things like that. Mm, bad breath. I, bad yeah, breath. Bad, bad, yeah, bad breath. Or is it a really bad fart? I don't know. It's chaos. Might have a, a butt for a face. It might have. 
It might have. I mean, with within the realms of chaos, anything is possible. Oh, oh. well, Jens appeared. Oh. Hello. 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 We're on. Oh, exciting. Hello, Some guys. Hobby progress. Yeah, Hello. We're in the welcome. middle of a Jimmy's hobby progress. Ooh, nice. Fill me in. Uh, I've been building some Chaos Warriors, Shosen, two Chimeras, and two Vortex Beasts. Cool. And some characters on discs. And like I told the other two gentlemen, I'm going to post pictures of them after this episode. Cool, cool, cool. Super secret. Yes. But I think I show, showed you guys the, the Warriors and the Shosen before. Like in my Yeah. But uh, I need to take better pictures with like a white background and everything. Yeah, desktop uh-huh. The hobby desk snapshots are always good. Yeah. But, uh, there's uh, can be some interesting focus problems with them. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think that's all about it for me for now. Right. Well, since you uh, just arrived, Jens, do you want to uh, share with the group what you've been doing? Nothing. Yeah, lead. <laughs> nothing. nothing. Oh. I've been doing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. I've been thinking about assembling my electric count on Griffin, but uh, nah. That's about as far as I've gotten. Yeah, but you know, since the last time you were on, we're actually allowing other hobby progress other than fantasy. Oh, then I've been doing almost nothing. <laughs> I painted a few dark angels. That's about it. Have you been playing any yeah. games or anything? Barely. I tried one game of Heresy 2.0, had a lot of fun, but nothing else. <laughs> right. Um, Too much stuff to do. Yeah, but soon. And did you get you gaming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm get, getting the guys to, to paint up some heresy armies. Then I can get to play some heresy at least. But maybe Christopher will come visit me soon, and then we can play some games. Yeah, we'll that see. could probably be arranged. It's not that far between us, and we've been talking about it for, for what is now, three years? Yeah, <laughs> it's just uh, time. We need more time. Yeah. On the other hand, I do have access to a car now. It's way easier that way. That makes it much easier. It's up to you, Chris. And, uh, it's up to you yeah, to say and from not playing again, games. And, and uh, again, Chris, congratulations and well done on getting that driver license. Six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't no, wait, have one. It's, it's, it's actually even more than six months. That's incredible. I thought it was like weeks ago, but yeah, it's over half a year. passes fast. I mean, time we're up in the north. License. This is well, the case, they, after all. As they say, time drives by. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> her, her, yeah. her. So, Nicholas, hobby, progress. Anything. I know what you've done, so just to lay it on us. I know what you've done. Um, How dare you? Uh, well, I've been, I've been amassing things. First of all, I mean, I'm amassing Dark Elves stuff. Um, I ordered some uh, uh, some harpies uh, from this company called uh, Raging Heroes because um, I've been wanting harpies, and I was thinking, like, do I get the the metal ones or do I get the older ugly metal ones or do I get like some kind of substitute? And then there's the like, the, the avatars of war ones. They were okay. Then I remember I saw these models from Raging Heroes, and they're really cool. And uh, compared to like modern games workshop stuff, they're not that expensive. And I also had a deal get like the uh, the harpies and their manticore. I've been eyeing their manticore for years actually, so it's a sick model. And now uh, I got those things, and then I assembled the harpies. And I thought I'd use them in a list. 
for this tournament. Um, and uh, I also bought a Hydra that I thought that I could use for this tournament. But uh, I didn't end up painting them in time. But now I've painted up the Manticore after the tournament, at least. And I think That is looking sick, bro. Thank you. Yeah, and as uh, a spoiler, this is Nicholas' first completed model for the monthly challenge. Yeah. So he's I, better than all of the rest of the podcast. I usually like paint things, but it's never in sync with the, the podcast challenges. Or when I start painting something for the challenge, and I, I think like, oh, I'll definitely get this done. And then I just hobby butterfly into something else and just, I don't know. Never finish it. Uh, but I, yeah, I think I also finished painting some Executioners and uh, Cold One Nights uh, before the tournament. So uh, yeah, lots and lots of Dark Elf activity right now. Be represented. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun, the Dark Elves. They're uh, like, it's a very varied army. Like if, with dwarves, you can basically, you can get like infantry and war machines. And don't get me wrong, I love dwarves and love the, the different sculpts, but uh, like getting a completely crazy monster like a completely different thing for dark elves is, is a lot of fun so a lot of variety in in your painting yeah and i mean it's a really fast army as well i mean you you, you do play kislev and they're fast but they're cavalry like the elves they're something else yeah very fragile as well i like i'm i'm enjoying playing them and i'm like enjoying or looking forward to learning this army because uh like, I remember playing my Kislev at first. It took me a few games to, to learn what they're about and, like, how to use them. I think it's going to take even longer with Dark Elves. Uh, as you, you will find out from this tournament. Fucking hell. Yeah, you haven't chosen <laughs> the, the easiest uh, easiest armies to play. No. Yeah. I got my Dwarves. L- like playing my Dwarves. Uh, it's just, like, a, a few things to learn with them. But fucking hell. Dark Elves is it's a lot of things to, to focus on. So, yeah, that's my hobby progress. Yeah, that's not bad. I'd say. And what about you, Chris? Well, this is a monster month for monthly challenge and might still even be when this is released, this episode, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm working on a bat beast thing because I, I think I've talked about this before. Uh, I got the Soulblight Gravelords uh, box for Christmas. Yeah, that was released. That's where all my skeletons are from. I got a load of zombies. But it also had that uh, character, the Laukavai, a massive half massive half giant vampire lady, half bat. Oh, yeah. Something. So I bought a uh, Vargsker from uh, the uh, Curse City box. And I'm currently trying to merge those two to make it a giant bat creature. Nice. Hope. I have the very same plan, but I uh, I think you're going to do it before me. Well, never say never. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I try to do it now, I'm just going to not paint and build my Siege army and do an undead army instead. So Fair enough. Yeah. I'm not uh, exactly sure what I'm going to use it for yet, and I'm not really sure if I'm going uh, to... currently considering if I should uh, just put it as a... Uh, upper torso on head or if I'm going to actually use uh, the arms because I've seen people using like most of the Vargsker so they've got arms and massive w- wings I'm not sure I'm going to do it other than that I'm building a dragon with a knight on it I'm uh, using the elf that I started for 
the uh, Carmine Dragon, but this fits better on the new Sigma Dragon. Ooh. I think I've shown a sneak preview of that one. Uh, the Dragon is, all, is more or less finished. Uh, I just need to re-sculpt all of the little, little things on day night. And uh, yeah, that's, that's probably why it's not been shown, because it takes forever. Nice. Some good progress. Yeah. Other than that, there's yeah. currently a Spartan on my desk, so it might be just interfering then with the monsters, but we'll see. Those darn tanks. But it's a, such a beautiful kit. I was oogling the sprue yesterday, and uh, I, I kind of wanted to build it. I, I got the box as well, the Horus Heresy box, but I, like, I opened it, looked at it, like, oh, okay, nice, and then just went back to my Dark Hills. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that my mind is uh, telling me that right now. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that this is totally unrelated to Warhammer Fantasy, but this Spartan goes together like a dream compared to some of the resin costs that Forge will put out. Yeah, having put together the original Spartan kit more than once, uh, yeah, th this is much better. Yeah, I I can't wait to I can't wait to build my own because I I have built the original Spartan and I built the Redux Spartan, which was way more fun to build. But this one looks like a treat. Only difference is that it doesn't weigh like a kilo. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it so light? Yeah. Also, it's not as uh, toxic to breathe in, I guess. Yeah. The weapons look better on the resin kit, I must say that, because they are not uh, partly... You have to reshape the all-around parts of the weapons in this one. Uh, well, enough about that. Uh, let's have some news because I actually remember that there is one piece of news and that is that uh, the Immortal Empires map has been uh, previewed by the Total War team. Exciting. Yeah, and it's a whole goddamn world. It looks amazing. Yeah, and there's even some blank spots that's uh, hopefully going to be filled out by uh, some expansions or DLCs. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, I'm playing uh, like a Dark Elf campaign in Warm Total War 2 right now. I'm very excited that like all the ports will be connected. Imagine all the trade. Yeah. Also, there will be uh, like sea routes, uh, I think, similar to the ones in Empire, where you can just fast travel to the other side of the world instead of having to go the long way around. Cool. That includes the undersea, or whatever it's called, where the Dark Elves man managed to find place to just sail their massive black arcs under the world, through the world. Something like that. It's eighth and fluff. So, yeah, that sounds like uh, some world root stuff. Yeah, it's world root stuff, but water. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I think that's it. Uh, I know that they are currently re re releasing audiobooks of the end times, audio versions of the end times books on like Audible and Black Library. Currently, they're up to the Altorf book. Uh, but other than that, we've heard nothing from the old world for several months now. Oh, just a question though, regarding Empire, or not Empire, but Warmer Total War. What faction will you guys play when it's dropped, starting with Chris? Mm, probably High Elves or Dwarves. Yeah, High Elves could be nice with all that, all those the seas available, yeah. sailing out. Hopefully they uh, give an official version of uh, the Sea Lord for that. Uh, Aislinn, the one who released the, the Sea Patrol army in uh, Sword of Chaos. Pretty cool. Just uh, go to the like India and occupy some islands. Yeah. 
Yeah, because there there is someone that's made a uh, well, there's there's probably said more, but I played a mod where they actually included him, and uh, then you have a ship that's more or less like a fleet, but it works like a black orc. Or a bit like a horde as well, so you get to your base of operations, you actually can sail the seas and do stuff more than just have a... Because we as we all know, there are no proper ship battles in uh, uh, Total War, Warhammer. Which is lame. Yeah, if they just did uh, a little mod, or just added in some ship battles, it would be awesome. Alright, Jens, what will you play? I think I'll do Empire first. But I'll get bored and play some dwarves. <laughs> nice. I think the Empire campaign is fun, but it's I'm not going to get to play with all the new new places and new mechanics if I play Empire. Yeah, uh, you'll play uh, Baragvar then, right? Oh, for sure. The seaport, so we'll yeah. also be able to to discover shit. Yeah, I found that to be the worst part when playing the Empire, and you choose the wrong county or. Duchy or whatever, and all of, all of a sudden you just get invaded by vampires because no one has been focusing on the vampires. Yeah, <laughs> they've just been focusing on raiding your trade with themselves, pretty much. <laughs> just so annoying. Uh, it's to uh, to give back though from when your great great uh, cousin slighted their aunt at this the ball in Altorf though. You yeah, had it coming, true. and Jimmy. I'm going to lie and say that I'm going to play the Night Goblins because you guys know damn well that I don't play Total War Warhammer because I suck at it. At least we ask you. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to lie and say Night Goblins. Well, how do you suck at playing it? Like the single player campaign? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just totally bad at it. <laughs> do I look yeah. like a guy with a strategy? Total bad yeah. Warhammer. Who can lose the fastest? I can. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, before we just... Uh... How did you fail at the tutorial, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's uh, move the chat over to what we're actually here to talk about. And let's start off with a summary of the Game Maniacs Open Day, Niklas. Yes, so uh, Eric at Game Maniacs suggested we uh, do this thing, uh, where basically... I would come along with two friends of mine, and we would uh, show Wormer to some people. Uh, sixth edition. Um, so I thought that it would be mostly uh, like old players that had played Wormer in a while, and they, they'd see this and they'll go like, oh, nice. Uh, I have some Wormer in my closet or in the attic or something. You were um, expecting the real, the real Grognard crew? Yes, the the people that have have played Warhammer in uh, in high school and then got in cool, got a wife and kid, and now they want to play again or something. But it turns out that they were mostly uh, like new people that were new to wargaming in general. Um, so was, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but it's kind of interesting to uh, to like try to explain Warhammer Sixth Edition to people that like have have seen 40k or like bought a couple of 40k models and then go like well this is this is like an old game it's the best game but uh yeah but people enjoyed it and it's an old game but it checks out <laughs> yeah so we had like uh like a big game table where uh two guys were playing just to show like a big game so they were just like having their own game and then we had like a a game where you could try it out so we just divided that into two and play like 750 point armies against each other 
Um, so I brought my chaos stuff and my dwarves. And then a friend of mine, Sebastian, brought some beastmen and chaos demons. Um, and it was a lot of fun. Had like yeah, that's a pretty good spread of armies to try and showcase some different abilities. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. I, there was like a, a big emphasis on evil, especially chaos. But uh, yeah, like they're, they're pretty varied. I had like a chaos warrior army, and then the beastmen are completely different, and the the demons as well, and the dwarves. Um, are nice just to show like shooty armies and I also brought a, a stone thrower to so show like the, the guest range thing um, but yeah we had like seven people come and try the game out um, this this guy was there alone and then like a couple of guys and some kids as well like some, I think there were 12 um, and one of them had bought some chaos warriors for Age of Sigmar and then I showed like well here are the same models that I've used for Warm Fantasy do you want to play with him and he was like yeah fuck yeah like worst of cares is super cool so uh, he got to use those to play against his friend and he won so that's nice um well yeah as i said it was uh, different from what i was expecting because like everyone was new but uh, they were really excited about it so uh hopefully they'll they'll have a taste for more yeah and hopefully they if they hadn't been there before uh, discovered a great store as well yes for sure the best did you give them like small packages of square bases be like you can rebase <laughs> your army with these yeah like, my kid, kid you know you wanna you wanna buy some 25 millimeter square bases <laughs> or maybe some 20 mil i got them all i know a guy well they actually they were selling uh, uh square bases at game Enix as well chrome like mason yeah and green stuff world i think but they because they have more than one company at game Enix. yeah and that's always nice they they also know we more or less, depending on who you talk to, which miniatures are actually just warmer miniatures that uh, has been repurposed for Age of Sigmar. And some of those sets still come with square bases, if you're lucky. Yeah, the, the monster kits that I bought all have those nice, rare chariot bases. Yeah, that would be a pain to find. I think the only kit that I bought that didn't have one is the uh, the War Shrine. But all the monsters, they had those nice bases. I remember... Three years ago, I think, or maybe four, you could still buy loose square bases on the Games Workshop website. This is very surprising. And sadly, they stopped. But I bought one for my, my health cannon, which is pretty nice. It's yet a matter of time. You can buy the, the scattered ice right now. Yeah. Yeah, it all comes back again. What, what was yeah. said? Everything square comes even back. Even squares. Again. Yeah. Everything comes around, even squares, I think. Yeah, but uh, they did just release a box with uh, scattered ice and the templates in it. In a, with space marines, so and the classical red uh, measuring sticks, yeah, the yeah, whippy sticks. There's a called yeah. smiskpinna. Yeah, and I can, after trying them out on myself, they still work as they used to do. Yeah, mine is still <laughs> twin linked. Same. <laughs> nice. But kids, yeah. don't don't do this at home. Those things are really hurt. They're awesome. Yeah, but it sounds like you had some people visiting. You had demo games, and it sounds. Like a quite nice day, actually. Yeah, great. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> it's an amazing store. If you haven't been, make sure to visit Game Maniacs. Or if you're that inclined, uh, GameManiacs.se, even if you want to order something. Yeah. That is totally unsolicited and <laughs> not an ad at the moment. We no, don't know, but it isn't. <laughs> you know, we just like the store. <laughs> Other stores are available. <laughs> But not as good. <laughs> not as friendly not stuff. Not as good I mean. at all. Yeah, but uh, 
sounds good. You had people visiting. And uh, now let's talk about uh, the main event, which was uh, last, uh, was it sat- Saturday? Yeah, Corsair 3 release day. Um, yeah, and you decided uh, to play some fantasy, and so did you, uh, Jimmy. For sure, and I wouldn't trade it for anything else in the world. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was great. Uh, really glad you came along, Jimmy. Yeah, thanks. It, it was really great to, to just come down, meet some new people. I mean, I've been talking to some of these guys, like Frederick, for ages, and finally met him, and even had a game with him. Yeah, um, so... Um... How it started was that like we got this fantasy group uh, in Kovde and uh, the surrounding cities. So we started like a chat when I moved back here, and then we slowly like added more and more people. And now there's like over fifteen, I think, in the group. Um, just meeting people at the club when we're playing, going like, "Oh, you guys playing fantasy? I used to play fantasy." And I'm like, "Well, if you like it, I can add you to group." And they're like, "Oh yeah, please do." And then some of them come and play some of them are just like lurking still waiting a bit but uh we'll we'll get them eventually um so we had two game meetups before uh i think maybe three um at least two big ones and like the first time we played a thousand points and then so we'd escalate to 1500 points and then uh, we're having like another meetup and people were like really excited like oh yeah we should definitely play sometime in june and I thought, well, if there's enough people interested, we might as well just make you like a, an event. And uh, like uh, I've done like the, the Albion thing before, but it's a bit complicated. So I thought the easiest way would just be to make it a tournament uh, just to be able to like get three games in and you'll be able to play against lots of people and you'll just have like a standard format, which will just be easy to, to play. Um, but other than that, I didn't really think it through that much. Just the just play some games, and then uh, Eric from Game Maniacs uh, is in this group as well, and he said that uh, Game Maniacs could sponsor the event as well, which is great. So he sponsored us uh, with prizes for best sport, best painted, and first place. So yeah, um, Jimmy got here the day before on Friday. Yeah, and oogling all those miniatures in your house, or well, should I call it apartment? I don't know your dwellings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. abode, lair. Lair. I like, Ooh, that. I like Lair. <laughs> um, so uh, we went to get some food to a great Thai place. I love that place. And then we went to uh, to the game club uh, just to set some tables up so we wouldn't have to do all that in the morning, which I'm glad we did. Yeah. And Sleeping uh, that extra hour did great. Yeah. Yeah, we still get up pretty early. Yeah, we did. Um, then we just went back here and we watched uh, the like Obi Wan episode because none of us had seen it. Yeah, and then we watched the Swedish classic Cops. Ah, a great classic. Just a, a great mood racer before uh, before <laughs> the big day. Yep. Um, and then we got to the the place. Uh, so we had twelve people registered for the event. Uh, so we had like some people joining up till the very end. So I was a bit uh, I wasn't sure if I would be playing at the event. And I come to terms with it. I was like, I don't mind not playing because then I can just walk around, take pictures and answer rule questions and just be a, a tournament organizer. Uh, but I ended up having to play, which was also fine. Um, and I play with my Dark Elves, as I alluded to. And Jimmy, you brought your Night Goblins. Yeah, but for once, I didn't bring a pure Night Goblin army because I brought two Rock Lobbers as well. Yeah. 
which is muy importante because this made me this made me not able to use a magic banner which I always use in my army otherwise which is uh, a banner that makes me ignore my first animosity so mm -hmm. it was hard playing without it yeah it's also very funny before this event because you seem very anxious about like yeah what the scene is like here yeah because uh, i had like no idea you had some traumatic experiences where you had no idea yep. about another scene and then you're like holy shit this is tough um but i like i i was like i don't really know what our scene is like because we only played a couple of times i think most people are like new players or like returning players i don't there's no like defined meta it's not like people bring certain stuff we had a, a good variety of armies and the armies yeah. were like really nice there weren't any any douchey lists i think no i don't think so either i i liked every army that i saw and i'm and i'm, I'm gonna say this i i'm quite surprised that no one brought a cannon no one <laughs> yeah that's another thing dwarves. Yeah, what was the thing you were thinking about bringing first? Was it chaos? Because you were thinking of bringing yeah, some first, chariots. First, yeah, that was my first plan, and I was like, "No, there's gonna be cannons, so no to that." <laughs> and then, then, then I was like, ranging between, oh, so I'm gonna go with my fluffy night goblins, or go rock hard with Skaven and bring everything people hate. But I decided to go with the night goblins. Yeah. But well, I, you did. I, I was I was also pondering on bringing the dwarves, but uh, I hadn't played the night goblins in quite some time, so I'm I'm glad I brought them. Yeah, we didn't so... have any scaven players though. No, and we had one dwarf player, which is funny because like every time we add someone to this chat, they're like, "Oh, I play dwarves, and I also have something else." But it seems like everyone has dwarves. But uh, yep, we only had one guy playing. Um, so yeah, there were twelve of us. On top of my head, we had. Dark Elves, me playing that. Uh, two Night Goblin armies, you and another guy. Yeah. Uh, dwarves, Lizardmen, Wood Elves, Tomb Kings, Vampire Counts. Yeah, two Vampire Counts. Yes. Uh, the Nomadic Wog. Nomadic Wog. Uh, Chaos. Chaos Dwarves. And uh, is that 12? Did I forget one more? I think so. Let's pretend it's 12. Did I say Lizardmen? Yeah, Lizardmen. From a Narasoka. Yeah. <laughs> He has like a, a fake name on Facebook, so we love it. We love it. Just call him his fake name. Um, so yeah, um, another point of like organization. Uh, I didn't ask people for their lists, uh, which meant that people could change their lists until the last minute, which was uh, nice. And uh, I just count on people knowing how to do math. And uh, yeah, I think it worked out well. No one had any questions or complaints or anything. Um, and, uh, points wise, I, I decided, I don't know, like how they usually do tournaments with the, the points or like, uh, how much you get, but zero to 20, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they do that. That would be complicated. I just did like zero points for losing one yeah. point for a draw, two points for a close or major victory and three points for a massacre. I was considering doing like one point for uh, two points for a, a minor victory and three points for major victory. But I think, like, if you get four points for a massacre, I think, like, if you get a massacre because you had a good matchup, it'll be tough for the other guys to catch up to that. Yeah. I I actually like the system. It was nice. Yeah, and then I did just a tie break uh, with total victory points as well. So uh, I told people I want the total victory points for how much you scored in each game. And then I had to, like, remind everyone every time. Like, they tell me the points. Like, oh, yeah, I got two points. And then I'm like, 
well, how many points did you get in the match? Like the total victory points. Like, well, I'm supposed to count that? Like, yes, again. <laughs> but uh, it worked out. Uh, and it's good I did that, actually, um, because there were a lot of ties. Um, so, yeah. Anything else before us talk about the rounds? Like, we had some pretty nice tables, I think. Some nice yeah. grass mats, and people brought a lot of... Like, we had a, a load of those nice mouse pad mats like too many to use even. yeah because uh didn't expect i didn't know like how many there would be of us in the end and then people were like oh should i bring some train should i bring some mats and like well yeah bring him um be nice to have some some options um so yeah tables are nice first game i just uh rolled dice just matched up randomly i got to play against chaos bjorn which had a beautiful chaos army um that I can spoil right now, it won Best Painted. It was a lovely army. Quite colorful. Yeah. Very, very, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, very, very old school oh, paint scheme. Yeah. Um, very Realm of Chaos. Some really bright colors and great contrast. Um, and it was like a, an undivided army. I think it he was had some... Scenes army. Yeah, he had some scenes. Had a mark. Everything that could have a mark had Mark of Scenes. Oh, yeah. That is true. Yeah. So, yeah, I played that first game with my Dark Elves. Um, it was tough, I think, because it had a lot of uh, small, tough units. He had two chariots and two spawns, Gaina disc, uh, some marauder horsemen, some uh, uh, what is it called? The uh, seekers. I, I always mix no, up screamers. The, the, the screamers. screamers. Yeah, screamers are like uh, they're so annoying. Toughness four, two wounds, skirmishing flyers. They're just super Love hard to it. deal with, and they'll attack you turn two. And don't forget about the magical word save of 5+. plus. Yeah, super tough. Unless you have, like, a good magic missile. Yeah. Like the the, the high elf one or the scaven one. They're really hard to deal with. Uh, but the game went pretty well at first. I dealt with the, the stingrays. Uh, I was pretty lucky because, like, I joined my sorceress and my bull throwers. And then they charged that bolt thrower. And then she managed to get a spell off that like every model in that unit takes strength three hit. And then she killed one of those singers with it. And she gained like another wound from that, which was very important later. Uh, but they managed to hold it off. And he did that thing where you take a strength two hit and everyone that dies turns into a... Um, a horror. Yeah, a horror. He did that on my Mangle Man and Man Flayers, which then, like they then killed that thing and flayed its skin and I got a bunch of points. So that was <laughs> pretty good for me, actually. Um, but I managed to hold him off, uh, managed to kill some stuff, but then his chariots got into combat and just, like, annihilated my man players. And, uh... Yeah, chariots are hard to deal with for the Dark Elves. Yeah. Yeah, definitely need something uh, mobile and strong to deal with chariots, like a, a Manticore or a Hydra or something. You can charge it yeah. first. Because, um... Yeah, the man players are like bolt your, When you're shooting your bolt throwers at like chariots, do you use a single bolt or do you do the multiple shots? I tried shooting a single bolt once and I missed. <laughs> okay. Which is always the way. Never again. So now you really need to get uh, your own chariot so you can counter charge, charge first. Yeah, that's true. I should get a chariot. Um, yeah, but then uh, the tide pretty much turned and he just uh, pushed my shit in the last two turns. It looked very even, but then uh, I got crushed. But it was a good game. It's a really nice uh, player. Uh, great looking army as well. So uh, not sad about that. I did get a thousand points, I think. And then so too shabby. Uh, what about your first game, Jim? I faced one of the Vampire Counts players in my first game. 
and uh, I was kind of kind of scared because uh, it he fielded a big thirty man block of skeletons Oof. and uh, a unit of ten black knights. And yeah, that's another of, thing. Yeah, that you asked before coming down, like how many people play fear armies? My yeah. goblins have shit leadership. <laughs> <laughs> and fear, like it, it, it ruined everything for me when I when I tried to charge them, but uh. But the thing is here that uh, I'm an excellent shot with my with my uh, stone throwers. So years of guest range experience. Yes, <laughs> yes. So uh, turn one, the undead advance against me, and I'm like, shit. What am I gonna do? I need to do something. Uh, and one of these uh, units just entered a hill, so they have line of sight of everything. He has his vampire there, which is riding on his horse, hiding in close in close proximity to the uh, to the black knights. The black knight unit is up there, and they're they're eyeing my giants. I'm like, I'm not gonna go close to those guys with my giants. I'm like keeping him a, a little bit further back because I know how devastating a knight charge is against giants. So I'm gonna I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna use my rock lobbers on those guys, and uh, I'm gonna spoil. Everything now for for every game I managed to guess perfectly because I know how to use guess weapons, and uh, I guessed a perfect here. But this scatters four inches to the left, and it only hits the vampire who is keeping the army alive, <laughs> and kills the oh. kills the vampire. Turn one. This uh, the like, nightmare scenario. Yeah, that's a nightmare scenario for. <laughs> For the undead, and from there it went uphill for him. Like turn one, general dies. Shit. And uh, I kept like using my rock lobbers to pound his knights. And I once those knights were dead, I started using it on the skeletons. Uh, his his uh, necromancer was trying to keep the army alive, uh, so he stayed with the with the skeletons, giving them leadership seven instead of leadership shit. And uh, eventually. He was trying to use the spell Curse of Ages on one of my big units. But he didn't know that I had the shiny baubles in the unit, which reflects a spell on a 4+. So I did so. And I killed half of his own unit with it because he rolled so many sixes. Although he, he only had 10 models in the unit when he cast it. But five models died. That's a big thing for me. I've never seen so many sixes in my life. <laughs> People say yeah. uh, that are evil. Yeah, <laughs> the goblins are nasty. Although the uh, he also had a uh, what they called the wraith uh, mounted on an on an ethereal nightmare, so it was riding around causing terror in my complete full army. But uh, I eventually rallied and overcame my terror. I think the only model he had alive at the end of the game was this, this uh, wraith, <laughs> because I managed to to do so well with uh, just well, like crumbling his army from turn one, which uh, which was a lucky shot. So <laughs> I I I got a massacre on my first game, and nice. this guy uh, he was new to fantasy and. Uh, 
Snoop's 6th uh, edition, though. He played a lot yeah. of 8th edition. Yeah. So that's why you want to stamp all of the joy out of his life. Yes. <laughs> we we had a really good time. We were like, like laughing all the time when things went like madly wrong. Because sometimes, I, I think during this game, I also I also exploded one of my sh- shamans. Turn 2, I think. Like, blasted his head off. Killing off a few of my own guys because it was inside a unit. Yeah, sounds like uh, laughing about it is just the only way you can do deal with it. Yep, it's the best way to deal with it. Because <laughs> it's it, yeah, that's how it is playing goblins. <laughs> yeah, and then there was fanatics all over the place as usual. There was a little incident with my fanatics though, because uh, I killed off. I when when you roll a double when a fanatic moves, they die. So I put my dead fanatics on a shelf. Uh, two shelves over that shelf, there was a coffee maker, and it was pouring coffee all over the place, ruining the bases of my goblins. So I had yeah. to move my dead pile somewhere else. So once the bases were dry, the snow didn't look like snow. It was more yellow. And then that ain't beer. And that's the kind of snow you shouldn't eat. Exactly. But, uh, ah, that sounds, it's, it's, that it's, just it's, sounds uh, horrible, actually. The paint job is fine and everything, so I just need to do some new snow, which is super easy, with the PVA glue and the snow powder, yeah. which I actually have here at my desk. Yeah, that coffee maker is terrible. It, it overflowed twice, because like you have to use it in a certain way, and I told like, the, the board of the club, I was like, this, I mean, this coffee maker sucks, and they're like, well... It works fine if you use it correctly, but it's pretty easy to not use it correctly. I think you need a 40k tech priest to use it. Do yeah. some prayers, put some oil on it, use some, some incense. Uh... Yeah, some incense and and the right prayers, and then it works. Most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. So uh, yeah, that was my first game. Yeah, it was also just uh, with this vampire. It was like it was outside of the unit, so that it wouldn't get targeted by shit, and then. <laughs> the stones were scattered. Yeah, they didn't get a look out like, because it was outside. Yeah, super funny. Maximum bad luck because I could have guessed on him, but I knew that the black knights were a bigger threat to me, so I aimed for those guys. But uh, <laughs> Lady Luck had something else in mind. Yeah, it's uh, also funny. Just glancing over at his other games later on, he kept the the vampire in the unit after that. Nice. <laughs> I'm glad he learned his lesson. Um, so, after the first game, we had lunch, we went back to the side place, because sick, and then uh, we had round two, so I matched this up uh, just like, depending on how we went in game one, uh, most points against most points, so you had a massacre, so you got to play someone else that had a massacre, Yeah. Friedrich. And he brought his nomadic wag, a fully mounted orcs and goblins army. Yeah, kudos to that man. It's a cool yeah. It, it always feels like when... when... At least, like when I looked at an Orson Goblin mountain list, it always feels tough to, uh, yeah. to get everything to fit together because uh, yeah, you got you got the the Wolf Riders core, yeah, and the, the, boar, the boys boar boys are and special. the boar sh- You have a you have the boar chariots in uh, in special normally, but uh, in this army list, boar chariots are core. I think boar boys are core as well, and savage orcs boar boys are special. Well, it's a really cool army. Yeah, and uh, yet again, I started off this battle with a lot of fun because he stro- he he rode up quite fast with his 
wolf riders. I mean, they have moved nine, so they're marching up 18 inches. And I'm thinking to myself, well, of course I'm going to go forward and release my fanatics. And so I did. There were fanatics all over the place. <laughs> and uh, as he played a mounted list, like he has a very low model count, they rely on their armor save, and fanatics ignore armor save, and they do d6 hits. Although this game I couldn't roll for shit when I rolled my hits. <laughs> Nor when I used my rock lobbers. They scattered off every single chariot with my perfect guesses. <laughs> well, uh, Gork was definitely on the side of the nomadic war. Yeah, and Mork didn't protect me. I, I, I even charged his main unit with my giant, and I mean, like, cavalry counts as small targets on the giant's list. So there's a big chance that I can uh, yell and ball, I can jump up and down on them, which I actually did during my charge. And who rolls a one and falls over? Me. <laughs> and he just kept pounding my giant with his savage orcs. And eventually he could join in with his big boss, which was the general of the army. And strength four on toughness five. That means fives up on wounding. And he kept on wounding my giant. And my giant kept on failing all of the time. Savage orcs are... Well, They're savage. nasty. Yeah, they are. <laughs> These have so many attacks. <laughs> Yep, which is funny because he had a unit of big guns on his right flank. And three of those survivors charged my night goblin unit. And uh, I had the magical five, like three ranks, outnumber banner. I lost with so much that I had leadership two, but I managed to roll a double one. The next turn, he broke my unit and he had like two of those savage orcs left. The same thing, he killed my giant. My giant had barely touched his unit, but after he fell over them, oh boy, that's when it caused some havoc. He killed off like half the unit, then I blasted off some of them with spells. Uh, some units got hit by fanatics. Eventually, I hit my own units with fanatics, as I always do. There were wild squigs all over the place. So, uh, oh, yeah, one of the wild squigs. He, uh, he was riding around with his uh, goblin shaman on wolves and one wild squig landed on one of those shamans and ate him up, which was kind of funny. But uh, I got, I think I was uh, I was like tabled, kinda. I don't remember how much I had left, if anything at all. So he got a massacre against me. But uh, the first, I think the first three turns were like, we're we don't know how, how this is going to go. And during turn four and five, he really took charge. Nice. Yeah. Nice. My game too. So what did you face? Well. Uh, yeah. you guys. I need to go to the store now. And it's Enjoy. Radio silence in there. So I'll talk to you some other day. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. Right. Enjoy. Bye. 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 So in my second game, I played against some wood elves. It's nice, nice to play another elite army. Although uh, I think it's widely accepted that wood elves are a bit stronger than the dark elves. Um, so he had a lot of wild riders and a, like a big block of eternal guard, which is pretty cool. And he had some uh, some treekin that are super strong. I don't know if you you played against treekin, any of you? I have. Yeah. They're like 
I'm and I, I I managed to to make our local Woodlands player field his three kin unit with a champion because I said your champion can kill other people's lords. Yeah. That's how good they are. Yeah. And he was like, I never thought about that. Now I can take challenges. They're like demonic ogres. Yeah, but good. God damn, so many attacks, so had such high strength. Toughness yeah. and everything. Yeah, I yeah. figure they should feature in a Wood of Special some days, oh, sooner yeah. rather than later, right? Yes. And uh, I remember last time I faced them and they wiped the entire unit that uh, was sent to block them in one round of combat, which was fun. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, first turn, I got first turn, and I had scouted up uh, the man flares uh, next to, uh, or like behind a building from his eagle. And then first turn, he's like rounded the corner and just like da 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 Machine gun his eagle with their poison darts and just blew it away. I don't know how many wounds it has. Three, maybe? And then got like six poison hits. He just massacred his poor bird. Um, and then they went, they went around that flank where his treekin were, but he had to like rearrange them and stuff. So like I could always keep out of them while my front line was advancing with... Uh, Cold one nights and some corsairs while he was just shooting some arrows at me. Like the first round, he didn't kill any of the corsairs, and then the second round, when I was in, in the close range. He killed seven of them with a ten-man unit. It's insane. Um, at the same time, I was just launching my reaver bolters at him, reaper bolters, and basically decimating one of his archer units while the other one was just standing there shooting me. And then I failed stupidity twice with my cold ones, so they took like. Their sweet time marching across the the open field in the middle to assault these guys, and it, like in that time he managed to like rearrange his eternal guard to come to the middle. So then eventually I charged with the cold ones and mingled mana and mana players uh, against the treekin and the archers. So then I thought the cold one knights will charge the archers and slam into the the flank of the treekin. But by that time his eternal guard had made their way over there and could charge the cold one knights and rout them. Um, so that was annoying. Uh, on, on the other flank, the he had some dryads and some wild riders, and I had like a, a nice possible charge with my executioners and the wild riders. But the executioner failed their leadership because they caused fear and didn't get to charge. So my wild, uh, my dark riders just went in by themselves and just got eaten by trees. Basically, <laughs> they had no chance. Um, but then, like he relocated that flank towards the middle again. And put him like pretty far away from my executioners, which was like well, uh, well, like it was a nice placement of his unit because they were out of range. They were thirteen inches away. But then I had the the banner of slaughter, which gives you another d six charge range. So I rolled a three, which was just what I needed. So I managed to attack his dryads with my executioners and just tack them down, which was very satisfying. Uh, and in the middle, while the Cold One Knights had fled and the, the man players were fleeing as well, the Eternal Guard were showing their flank towards my Corsairs that had been kind of decimated. They were at half strength. Uh, so they went up to charge that unit. And then my mage, also my mage, first turn got a miscast and rolled a two, which means you can't cast another spell until you roll a six in the, the magic phase. So she was just running around being totally useless. But then on like turn four, she managed to roll a six, and then I got off the black horror against the Eternal Guard, which is so good. I, I got a, an irresistible force assault, so you couldn't cancel it. And I, uh, for those that don't know, it's like a, an eighth edition spell. You put a large template, and then 
anything under the template, you roll a strength test, and if they fail it, they die. The whole thing there with rolling a six, having to cast spells again, be lucky that your wizards don't randomly scatter around 2d6 when that happens. That happens with... That's Garen? what hap- that's what happens with greenskins because they have their own list with uh, with the miscasts. <laughs> nice. Um, More of that later. Okay, with so, these casting spells you're talking about, this I never <laughs> managed to have my mage have magic powers more than one round or two in any game. <laughs> so this black forest spell killed like fifteen eternal guard, I think, and that helped a lot with the the corsairs getting in there. The Corsairs defeated them in close combat, and they ran, but then he ran like an inch more than my guys. So I didn't kill that big unit and take their standard and kill the, the hero inside of it, which is a bit sad. Uh, but because of that round, I guess, and because the Executioners went in and killed the Dryads with uh, the hero Dryad thing, um, bra- Branch, which, I don't know what it's called, Magical Tree yeah, Person. that's what they call um, I managed to uh, win the game, a minor victory. So it was good. So, uh, putting those tree huggers in their right place. Yeah, and then in my, I'll, I'll just do my third game straight away, and then I'll let Jimmy do his third game. Um, in my third game, I played against uh, Night Goblins. Not Jimmy's Night Goblins, but the other Night Goblin player. And uh, <laughs> the red shirt. Yeah, it was uh, just seeing his army. I'm like, what am I supposed to do against this? Because he had like five big blocks of goblins, like 30 men unit. And they most probably had fanatics in them. As Jens would tell you if you were here, uh, Hellblasters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, I I don't have enough units to deal with all these night goblins. Because like whenever you're talking dark elves, like, oh yeah, you need to position yourself so you have the, the advantage of having like, one unit in front and one inside. But I don't know how you're supposed to make that happen when like you go to the side and there's like two other units there with fanatics or chariots I mean, or a giant. Haven't anyone told you when you face goblins, you just lure out all the fanatics and next turn charge in, break the center unit and make everyone around flee. But when you lure out the fanatics, it usually ends up killing like an entire dark elf unit. Everything comes at a cost. And like the first turn, so unlucky, he shot my cold one knights with his bolt throwers, hits both of them, and killed four. Dang! To kill like half my cold one knight unit. And then in the second turn, he charged my man flayers that had the, the sorcerers in it with his giant. He was like just in range. So like, oh shit, well, I'll hold and then I'll shoot a bunch of poison arrows at him. And then I'll have poison attacks in close combat. So I should be able to kill him. But then he rolled, just yell and ball, and I failed my leadership test, and he just ran them down and killed, like, 500 oh, points man. in my army. Super punishing. Yeah, uh, ouch. So, yeah, I lost my half my cold one eye unit, my man flares, and my sorceress in, like, turn two. I was like, fuck, I don't think I'm going to win this. And I didn't. I don't know how, like, how much more I need to say. He just closed in and killed a bunch of shit, and I couldn't kill enough back. And that was it. Crushing defeat. Or I go into my third battle. I'm going to read a, a piece from the Orcs and Goblins army book back in the appendix list regarding the Night Goblin Horde. Mostly, a battlefield will split into two halves. On your half, the table will be littered with fleeing units as you vainly try to keep the lads going the right way. On the other side of the enemy, they will be grinding forward through a hail of fanatics and rampaging squigs. This kind of sums up the battle. 
And now let's go to the details. I was facing the Chaos Army, which Niklas faced in his first game. And uh, I I mean, like, Fanatics versus Chaos, that's good. Uh, and to me, I think it was a good matchup. But uh, I can't draw leadership for shit. I started off the game walking up. And uh, in turn one, when I was going to use one of the best spells in the Greenskin Arsenal, which is Brain Bursta, which is 2d6 strength 4 hits, I rolled a miscast, and I roll a 2. So now <laughs> my Shaman is jumping around like a wild squig until I roll a 6. <laughs> and that's what he kept doing until like turn 4, when I roll a 6, and then there's a fleeing unit four inches from him. So he decides to flee. <laughs> oh. that, that was how it went for my shaman. My giant, I sent him up towards the marauders, which was joined by a very nice looking lad wearing chaos armor. So in there he had a Sinch Exalted Champion. And for those who haven't faced Exalted Champions, they have the stats of a lord with only two wounds. Four attacks, strength five, weapon skill seven. That's nasty. So he started hacking on my giant. Two turns, dead. <laughs> he managed to charge my squigs with a fraction of an inch. Of course, it kills enough. The unit explodes. <laughs> There's squigs everywhere. <laughs> Why can't I hold all these squigs? <laughs> exactly. Uh, and he kept, ap apart from the, from the squigs, and the chariots running around in my deployment zone. I also had my fanatics going back towards my units. So I killed like more of my own guys with my fanatics. I think I killed more of my models during the game than he killed mine. Uh, because one of the spells he used on me uh, makes my whole unit. All my units were 32 guys strong. The whole unit makes an attack against itself. So... That's uh, 32 attacks. Yeah. Ah, yeah, it, it, it decimated my ranks quite yeah, fast. He, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, he used that in the, in the first game that I played. And he, he cast it on my Corsairs. And they, Dang! And, and they hit, like, a bunch of attacks. Maybe 10, I think. And they all failed to wound. It was like, oh, oh. like one, twos, and threes. It was beautiful. <laughs> And uh, this is what was happening on my main, well, main front slash right flank. On my left flank, I had only one unit of Night Goblins, which was facing off against a herd of Beastmen, which they managed to beat. The Beastmen fled. I chased after them, didn't run them down. And eventually, I was in a good position to attack his Chaos Ogres in the rear. I rolled a one. So I squabbled. The next turn, I squabbled. So he had two turns, so he managed to turn around, walk up, and charge my Night Goblins instead. Uh, and the Beastmen had rallied and flank-charged my Night Goblins. So in the front, I have Chaos Ogres. And in the flank, I have a Beastman Herd. This is not a good position for a Night Goblin, I tell you. Not a good position. But oh, just when the, when the Beastmen charged me the first time... They were also aided by a chariot. Good. Yeah, he, he he did roll good, but I rolled better because uh, on my in in the front of my unit I had a big boss with uh, 
Wallopus One Hit Wanda, which <laughs> is a great magic weapon. For only 10 points, you get plus 3 strength to all of your attacks, and you choose to decide it after rolling to hit. So, strength 4 plus 3 equals strength 7. That's going to break a nice cherry. I rolled That's one nice. hit. I rolled one hit. <laughs> but I did wound and no armor save. So that's a dead chariot. That's four wounds. That's good. And I, I, I managed to win this this by like one. They fled. And yeah, that's when the squabbling happened. <laughs> Everything that could go wrong this game went wrong. Yet again, every rock lobber was perfectly guessed. I think I rolled misfire four times in a row. Four times in a row with both. Like, <laughs> first turn, misfire on both. Okay, next turn, misfire on both. What the hell? One of them died. <laughs> the other uh, can't shoot for a whole turn. Hmm. And then they died. End. But, uh, it ended with a massacre. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, I think I had, like, I had some loose squigs, and I had, like, a small unit left on the battlefield. And I have a great photo from on this, where my shaman is fleeing, two of my big blocks are fleeing, there's squigs and fanatics everywhere on my side. <laughs> uh, so, I think we need to post some pictures from the from the event eventually. Yeah, I posted some pictures, uh, like army shots, on the 6th edition Facebook page. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I should post them on Instagram as well. I hope you had a, a good game, though. Oh, know, for sure, uh, I did. Everything went wrong. <laughs> I play Night Goblins. <laughs> this is what I count on that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. This is my uh, expectation. So I just want to say, uh, also, like, the last game, uh, yeah. we had two people that had had two massacres. Uh, Friedrich, you played with his uh, Nomad War, and the Lizardman player. So they faced off in, like, the, the top table um, for the last round. And they got a draw, which is super Whoa. funny. Yeah, their, so... their game, from, from what I saw, it was a super tight game. It looked so fun to play. Great yeah. matchup on both sides. Like, you didn't know who, who was going to win. It was down to who was better at the game than the other. It, 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 it just didn't come down to the list, which was great to see. Also hilarious that Fury yeah. got, like, three squabbles <laughs> the first turn. Or even more, I think. <laughs> Oh, damn. But, uh, yeah, they had a draw. I think Frederick had a few more points. Um, but it ended up being a, a tiebreaker, which Frederick won because in his first game, he got 2,400 points, which is just crazy. Cause That's it was a, a lot of points. It's a 1,500-point so tournament. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had five banners. Old and table had, like, quarters. Uh, kill the, the general. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that pretty much gave him the win in the end. Um, yeah. Well deserved. Well deserved. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and um, yeah, the other prizes. I like. I was uh, waiting for the last game as well because it was taking like half an hour longer than the one. So I was just sitting by the table, like waiting until they're done and just getting the points, just quickly doing the math. And uh, yeah, Freddy won. And then we had voting for Best Painted and Best Board. Uh, best Painted went to Bjorn, as I said earlier. And Best Board was really nice to see. There's a lot of like votes for different people. But eventually it went to you, Jimmy. Yes, me. Because Night Goblins are nice people. <laughs> I think it's because I, even though it went sour for me, or when it went too well for me, I, I, I still 
felt like I want both of us to have a good game. So I didn't have a sour face and I wasn't like, ha ha, right in your face when it <laughs> went good. So it was like, I just wanted to have fun and I sure did. All my games were fun. Uh, all the people that I played against were super fun and uh, I really enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah, uh, playing like Goblins helps. <laughs> That's a good tip for anyone who wants to get the best uh, sport best in a vote. That is, be nice to people and give them a good game, even yeah, if you're if you're going bad for you. Yeah, like be a good sport. Don't be a sore loser and don't be a bad winner. To yeah. be perfectly honest, I did get salty when my man flares and sorcerers got chased down by a giant without being able to hit. I was like, oh. Like a Napoleon Dynamite sigh. It's terrible. <laughs> I can see it in front of me now. Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, it's great. As you said, like, great people. Everyone there was just uh, uh, enjoying themselves, looked like. Everyone was having yeah, fun. Everyone um, was super nice. Yeah. And then when uh, when I announced the, the plaything, or the who won and who got the, the, the awards... People were like, well, what's my place? And I hadn't even thought of it. Like, yeah, I only calculated first place. Uh, I I I... think I got seventh place. So lower segment, top lower (laughs) segment. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I got ninth or tenth place. Probably tenth place. Well, I'm glad to hear that both of you got uh, top 12, at least. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) No more applause. Thank you. It sounds like you both had a great time, at least. That's uh, the most important thing to hear. And yeah. it sounds yeah. like a lovely spread of armies and uh, lovely spread of lists. And it's nice not to just see, like we did sometimes in the olden days, when it was the top four uh, best lists that were out. And at the end of the sixth head, it was pretty much Woodolfs and one more, two more lists. That was all it was. Yeah, it was a, it's a really nice spread of armies. I, I also think that it was nice not using lords, but using enough points to field great-looking armies. I mean, if, if people were fielding lords in this with with these points, it was like a lord is about 250 points. So we would just add one lord choice and one rare choice to each army, and we would play 2,000 points. But uh, I, I think that was good, especially especially since there were a lot of new people. Yeah, I really like 1,500 points. It, it constrains you a bit. Can't you, you have to compromise with the list. Yeah. There's um, the surprise dragons. Yeah, <laughs> and yes, yep. yeah, there was uh, there was a lot of new people, and I thought better to start small. And like people were saying, like, oh, maybe next time two thousand points. And like, yeah, sure, I'll definitely be up for a, like a two thousand point tournament now yeah. that people have played fifteen hundred points. Um, because yes, like, Asia, so, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's kind of what we, we've done. I think we started thousand points. Yeah, but I mean, in the next event, you start off with the oh, fifteen hundred yeah, point yeah, game, yeah. and then work it yourself up. Depends on the type of event. I guess. Escalation tournament. Mm. Yeah, you start off with a box of bits. You have to build your army. <laughs> or, or hear me out, hear me out. A de-escalation tournament. You start off with 2,000 points. Then you lower the points on every game. So each game will be harder because you will have to remove good things from your army lists. Yeah. And I think you just that, remove that... What, you, what dies in a game. Just remove it. I think uh, they did that in Poland. Like Jakob did that. For uh, I don't know if they went up or down, but I uh, I think going down would be a fun thing. Yep. Because like it's early games are gonna tell like who are you gonna face, and I might I may have a really good two thousand point list, 
but my 1500 point list might be really bad because it's lacking the supportable lord or lacking a support of the extra rare choice that I need to play. Yeah. So it gets a little bit more like tactical. So Nicholas, uh, do you think you uh, you and your club are going to host any more game days like that in the future? For sure, definitely. It's uh, it didn't really take much of organizing. It's our club. We can we can use it whatever we want. Um, didn't have to rent a place or anything. Um, I know Frederick. Uh, like when I suggested this, I talked to Frederick because he used to organize a lot of events before, and uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, we could also do it in Lee Chopping." And I was like, "Yeah, but I'm doing it in Khadana. And then uh, I told him that maybe next time we'll do it in Lee Chopping. Uh, so we'll Mix see. Mix it up. Yeah. Um, eventually, eventually we'll we'll get to Stockholm, so more people place. join. In. Yeah, the cursed place where more people can join in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's closer to you at least. Like yeah. It took, well, it took like five hours. Four hours. Yeah. I'm going. Uh, I'm going to have the this weekend actually, Ooh. midsummer. So nice. I'll, I'll enjoy that trip. Make sure to do North. it. Um, I have something else on my mind about this tournament, but I can't. Build beans. Oh, what? Spill the beans. Spill, spill the beans, and then you uh, were I like, don't know. I don't know. I forgot the beans. I don't know where I put them. Ah, oh, damn. Oh yeah. Uh, so after playing this tournament, I was just really excited about getting new stuff done for my dark hills, and uh, I think a lot of other people were as well. Like the the chat's been blowing up. People have been posting some progress pics and stuff. Uh, mm. But but dark hills are just so funny because uh, they're like the perfect villain. Like they're they're so evil, and also the book is kind of weak. So you always fail with your epic plans and like, ah, oh, I'll bring a bunch of magic or I'll bring a bunch of beasts. No one will be able to, to pass their terror test against my beast. It will scare away all these puny humans. And then you fail spectacularly. It's like, oh, I'll have to retreat to my cave and I'll, I'll bring something stronger next time. No one will be able to defeat the, the bolt throwers or the, the Hydra. Oh, the Hydra will definitely work. They can be a bit of a Scooby-Doo villain of the game. Next time, yeah. Gadget! <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's, it's so funny. This is what I think Skaven should be like. I fucking hate Skaven. They're too good. I mean, if, if, if someone just don't do Scryer, then it's a valid, like, like uh, it, it, it's it's a leveled list, to be honest. I think the, as long as you don't do don't Scryer. All the stats are too good. Like, the Rattling Gun should be, like, strength less. Same with the fucking or, or at least, or at least roll to hit. Yeah, everything is so, so strong. Anyway, I'm enjoying Dark Hills, and I'm glad to hear that. See, so, yeah, I got the uh, got my uh, got my Hydra, my High Sorceress on Dark Pegasus, and my Harpies is standing on the spray tray right now. I heard Harpies. <laughs> got all my Harpies. All my herbs. It's, it's on a tray, ready to fly away. So. As we heard, nice talk about the event, and uh, there might be one in the future, so Niklas will have to keep us updated on that. Other than that, that's it for me from this episode. Yeah, adios. Remember, stay squared.